0: as a staff we're into the 49ers right now studying them and then our other people that are that have been put in place to deal with all the logistics they've done that we knocked a little bit of it out on the plane and then so when we got back we were able to either jump on it last night or get in early this morning and knock it out so the actual 49ers so we've been hitting it now for a few hours
1: let the conversation continue with BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.
0: That was Andy Reid and Tom Brady's Let's Go podcast. 49ers, Chiefs, I don't know if you know this, they're playing in a really big football game a week from this Sunday. It's called the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's gonna kind of a big deal. Don't know if Andy Reid was eating any nuggies uh, during that interview, but you know, Andy Reid is so great in those State Farm commercials, Ryan. Like, he's underrated funny.
1: Love Andy Reid. Huge Andy Reid fan, man. I would love to hang out with Andy Reid. He might be number one on my uh, who do I want to go with to a nightclub with as far as my head coaches right now, which, by the way, going with the Robert Young uh, rookie card T-shirt here. So wow.
0: shout out to the Brewers,
1: even though I'm a Cubs fan. But, yeah, I uh, I love Andy Reid, man. I've always been a huge Andy Reid fan. I'm also a big fan of the uh, Go podcast, so I like hearing Andy on that bad boy.
0: Yeah, well, as we continue, the uh, since we're at the home studios tonight, the, uh, the random out? sports apparel or memorabilia. All right, so for anybody only listening across the BetQL network all across the country, we thank you for that. If you're not watching on yeah. Twitch or YouTube, Ryan, it is a number four Mavericks jersey. Who could this be, my friend?
1: Number four Mavs would have to be Michael Finley. Yes,
0: Michael yeah. Finley, my friend. Michael Finley, and this is the old. For anybody that's just listening, it's the old Mavs jerseys too, where it said Mavericks across the front, and it's uh, you got the the blue and the green lettering. Again, this also is too small for me because these are all childhood things. I haven't put any of these jerseys on that you that we've yeah. gone through tonight. I know you said with the Ku coach one too. You got it when you were like ten. Same thing for the Larry Johnson. Like Michael Finley was one of my favorite players growing up too. Loved Finley with the with the Mavs. Man, he was so damn good. And that team I, I mean you go back and look and i'm like man they had steve nash there too the first time around like they just never you know it took yeah. so long for the mavs to really turn it around as an organization big fan of michael finley but yep this is the, this this is one of the more random ones that i have the next one i think though i think the next one may be the most random of all uh maybe i do ha- well i got a couple we'll see we got we're doing this thing for what five more five more segments I got a few to fill every single one. So the, the bit is going to continue. I can I can promise you that.
1: More random than Michael Finley is impressive, I have to say.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, one of them, you'll see. You know what? I'm not spoiling the surprise. I got I got the ultimate one. I think I'm going to save that for the last segment of the show. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll save it for that. So you got to stick around and see which one that's going to be because that's going to be the most random jersey of all. I can promise you that. Uh, besides, <laughs> obviously, Bobby Boucher and Shane Falco sitting behind me right now. So
1: yeah yeah I was gonna say I'm actually the most impressive part about this whole thing is that your wife has allowed you to keep all of these jerseys that's where I could tell that you haven't had to move around a whole lot because like my first two moves I was able to bring a lot of this stuff like I told you like Mm -hmm. when the Chicago Cubs won the World Series in 2016 I was living in Iowa at the time I was not living in Chicago so my grandfather God bless him he would save the newspaper every single day There's 162 baseball games, so I have a stack Mm -hmm. of 162 newspapers recapping box scoring every single Cubs game from 2016, but then we get into the postseason and you got to remember they go to game seven in the World Series Dodgers series goes the max. So i just had stacks on stacks on stacks of newspapers jerseys on jerseys on jerseys from mm-hmm. sharif abdul Rahim to alan iverson Ooh. but i had to get rid of some of this stuff so shout out to your wife for allowing you to keep some of this stuff because you, you can't ditch these things man these are things like no. your sports memorabilia mm-hmm. your your past you have to keep these things which i know scott would agree with obviously he's the uh He's the Jersey guy.
0: Oh, yeah. He's Scott Scott brilliant. says he has a surprise for us. It's something where, uh, that he's got on. So what What do you have, Scott? I know you said you – see, this is what people – if you don't know this, Scotland loves the actual game-worn stuff. I'm wearing, like, the cheap, when you're a kid, iron-on type deal. Scott has the game-worn. You can find the pictures, and he can yeah. geek out and say, this this sweat stain right here was from this game. That's what you do. You go far above and beyond anything we have.
1: Uh a little later on I will join you because tonight we are doing it okay. from the uh from the quaint dining room table. Yeah. In the friendly confines. And the last thing I want to do is get a little splash of sauce, but you you're physically fit, Nick. Ryan, you're in good shape. I'm I'm wearing a beer t-shirt. So the jersey that <laughs> I will put on next will be snug fitting even the most physically fit of Bleeds, just on purpose. So that'll be your clue, and I will. I'll sport that perhaps during
0: the sweat chamber, and we can we can roll out a couple more. Would you rather's on a Wednesday for you boys, just to to keep you on that's, the edge of your uh, couches. That's perfect. But keep in mind, Scott. Everything I've worn, I wore when I was a kid. None of these I could wear in public. That that Charles Barkley Sons jersey I had was a thirty six. And that thing was, that wasn't going past my belly button. I promise you, that thing was not actually, that was was too snug for anybody. So don't worry, we're all on the same page. But that's what's great. These are things from childhood, man. That's what makes them so much fun. But yeah, the Michael Finley one, this is one I still hold dear, man. Finley was one of my favorite players growing up, you know. I liked random players growing up too. It wasn't always just the big stars, you know. Just good players, you know, guys who were all-stars sometimes, a couple of times, just, you know, like Tony Kukoc, right, Ryan? I mean, you know, Tony Kukoc yeah. wasn't a perennial all-star, but damn good, and one of the greatest six men we've ever had. See, I was a realist, man. So, like, when I would be shooting hoops in the driveway, I knew
1: I was never going to be Michael Jordan. But I was like, maybe, <laughs> just maybe, if I, had, if I could set a hard screen and hit a three occasionally, I could be Judd Bushler. You know, like I had realistic goals and dreams <laughs> growing up. Yes, I wanted to be a professional athlete, but I knew I was never going to be Emmett Smith, Walter Payton, Michael Jordan, Peyton Manning. You know, so at best, I could be maybe Chad Pennington.
0: Judd Bushler. There you go. I love when we have random Bushy names Berthery, that just show up on kaboom. the show. That
1: was always my favorite call growing up, dude. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so we're sitting here now. They're starting to get at least, like, we're at the point now where we're still so early, I think, as we get closer to, you know, the Super Bowl and what matchups are going to look like. I Can I be honest with you? I've been thinking about this for a while. I don't know if we need the bye week before the Super Bowl. Like, I sit here and I look at this and think, oh, yeah, like Andy Reid's talking about getting into the film and we're starting practice and we're doing – I. If we're going to do this, I have two rules, two things I'd want changed, Ryan. Either Super Bowl Saturday next week, right? Like, let's do it one day early, Super Bowl Saturday, or let's lose this damn bye week. I want to get right into the Super Bowl. I don't need the two weeks. I don't need all this this lead up. I don't need to sit here and be reminded that soon we're not going to have football on Sundays anymore and we're going to be wandering aimlessly in the streets with a beer wondering what we're supposed to do because there's no more football and what comes next. I don't want that. I hate this this like week and a half where we go. Okay, I got this game coming up because like right, you and I are so used to being in a spot where games are done from last week. We're on the show. We look back at what happened. We're looking ahead to the following week. Bets we like, storylines we like. This is a show that kind of mixes all of it together. That's what makes it fun. But now we got two weeks of this stuff. I don't want it. I'm over it. I know the NFL is never going to change either one of those things. I've accepted it like you accepted. You could only be Judd Bushler and never Michael Jordan. But I still will campaign for Super Bowl Saturday and no bye week between conference championships in the NFL or in the Super Bowl. I'm trying, but I know it's never going to happen. I think we have a better chance of one day getting Super Bowl Saturday
1: than we do eliminating the bye. And I like the bye just because it allows these teams – to be healthy you know to get another not to be healthy it's not like one week is like a magic pill and you're just gonna be able to it helps though your... I, I get it but yeah so you get you get the extra week of rest you get to get some guys a little bit healthier we get to hype up the game also we get to delay the inevitable which is football season is about to end and then it's just NBA NBA props mm-hmm. college hoops which I love those sports once we get to tournament time once we get to the NBA playoffs but the first couple of weeks after the NFL season ends are rough and I love golf and UFC and everything else. So this is why I always say, man, when it's Thursday, when it's week nine and it's, it's bears commanders, we're going to miss this. We're going to, we're going to miss these Thursday nights as bad as they are. We're going to miss this. So yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, like I would love some action. I, I wish, I wish like, the Pro Bowl, I don't, though. I don't wish the Pro Bowl was different or meant more or the competitions were yeah. any better or the skill competitions. Like, I don't care. I, I actually kind of like having a weekend to just focus on college hoops, figure out what we've missed mm-hmm. the first month and a half, two months of the season, and get ready for the Super Bowl, and uh, then it's over. So. I'm with you on the Saturday thing, though. I think, actually, the most realistic thing that happens, though, the more realistic thing is that the Super Bowl goes to pay-per-view or goes to Netflix. It goes to a streaming service, and we're paying money for the Super Bowl. Oh, man. Rather than it get moved to a Saturday. But it should. Or just the Monday should be a national holiday, which I know, actually, some companies have started this. Have they really? Yeah, I know a couple companies where, like, they're just they're not going to be – Wow. It's kind of like – I mean, like, you know that nobody's going to be productive on that Monday. So why even bother mm. being open? You know what I mean? Like, you might as well yeah. just shut down. If if, if everybody's going to show up hungover, like you told me last night, there's people, I, I I was yesterday year old, Yesterday yesterday's year old, when I learned that people don't watch the Super Bowl, that there's people on this planet that don't watch the big game. I you told me this yesterday, and I was shocked. That means everybody, even if you don't drink, is going to be a little bit hungover going into work on Monday when you think about it, because you're going to be mm-hmm. all amped up for the game. By the time you get home, if you're at a Super Bowl party, by the time you get home, it's probably 11, 1130. You got to unwind. It's probably midnight, 1 a.m. Then you're getting up early. I mean, I know we do this every single night, but yeah, I think, it, I think the Monday should just be a national holiday or we should switch to Saturday. So I'm with you there. If I was yeah. the president of the United States... That'd be the first move that'd be my first move right
0: there you know i did have it presented to me before though by the way i'm picturing you as the president of the us and that would be interesting i think there'd be some i don't think it could be know, any there,
1: worse
0: you, talk, than, you know. yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about god. I'm god you'd be younger i know that we'd have somebody younger yeah. for a change which would be a good good change of pace as opposed to people that are 100 years old that's conversation for another show another day you know but it is true though that like sunday night it like the argument that's been made to me with this before right is that Sunday night is the most popular TV night of the year? Well, first off, does that really matter anymore? Because everybody's watching everything on demand, you're streaming, like live sporting events are the only things or like news or sports shows, are really the only things that people watch live anymore. What what is there a like what's appointment television where people actually watch it live? Like I guess maybe The Bachelor, but it's like reality TV, so it's not the same. So that whole narrative doesn't hold any water because. It's a live sporting event that people are going to watch no matter what. And not only that, it's the most popular live sporting event and the most popular sport for the most popular TV shows because the NFL is the most popular thing on TV week after week after week all the time. Wherever the NFL puts the Super Bowl, people are going to watch it. This is going to be the most watched Super Bowl of all time. It's going to be the most bet Super Bowl of all time. You put it on a Saturday, you're not going to lose an audience. There's going to be more people that are going to be happy to do that because you're not going to have to get up for work the next day because yes there are people that don't watch this and the nfl would get more and it's the super bowl everybody cares about this somewhat and people are gonna care more because you got freaking taylor swift this time around it it's time we moved it to a saturday i would love that you could even start it later start it at 7 30. started at 8 the west coast will be happy with that like it's it's fine like it just doesn't at this point now and you know what you're probably right netflix will have it one day It'll be pay per view. I think it's more likely a streaming service has it than anything else. I don't know what yeah. a team would like, what a, a network would pay for that. I mean, $5 billion, $6 billion for one game, right? It'd probably be something astronomical like that. You would
1: think, man, especially the Super Bowl,
0: right? Yeah. I mean, it would be probably $5 billion, I, I would assume. I mean, just throwing, yeah. it, out, yeah. throwing it out there.
1: Also, well, think about know, it like this. Something... So, Amazon.
0: Go ahead. No, go ahead.
1: No, you go. No, you go on, no, on cuz I'm about to take us down a whole new path so you go on.
0: Oh, that's fine. We'll go down a rabbit hole. The only thing I was going to say was think ESPN pays I think an extra billion to have one of those wild card games. Amazon pays a billion per year to have Thursday Night Football. So, I feel like you'd have to combine those prices at least. You're looking at two, then it, you probably want to double that at least because it's the Super Bowl and there's the advertising. So, yeah, I would I would I would estimate between 4 and 5 billion dollars. A streaming service would pay to have the exclusive rights to the Super Bowl because you could do so much with it. You know, you have all these alternate broadcasts and all these creative ways like what Amazon does with Thursday night football. I'm with you. I think at some point that happens.
1: I hope we never reach that day though. I hope it never comes to that yeah. because man, imagine like, you know, your grandparents when the game's not on cable. How how or you know, even your parents, like your dad's calling, yeah. trying to figure out how to get into your peacock app. Yeah, i don't want yeah. that and uh, everybody should be able to watch the super bowl i was gonna say you know what i can't stand you brought up taylor swift are there really people on this planet who are boycotting the uh nfl because of taylor swift i can't watch anymore they're forcing taylor's like are there really going to be were there really people that didn't watch lamar jackson versus patrick mahomes because of taylor swift are there really people that aren't going to watch the San Francisco 49ers and Kansas City Chiefs play in the Super Bowl because Taylor Swift is going to be shown 3 times?
0: Get a grip, people. Get over yourself. I'm I'm sure I'm sure there are people out there that are willing to do that. Then you can go ahead and make your life less happy because it really doesn't matter that much. It's a few seconds. Who cares? It's Pet MGM tonight.